Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So if you are listening to this on Tuesday, December 26th, in real time, it is my birthday. (laughs) It is my 32nd. I think it's 32, maybe 33. No, I think it's my 32nd birthday. I have to ask Tay. He knows my birthday, Um, but it's my birthday. And I felt like it would be really great for me to I don't know if this is a reflection or if it's just me sharing things that I think when people ask me certain questions and I just want to kind of riff off of things that I'm commonly asked and how I feel about it now um, and reflecting over how this year has kind of gone. So thing number one and one of like the common questions I get and i think it's because I talk a lot about being realistic or talking about, you know, you don't have to set goals based off of what everybody else sets goals. And so people tend to turn around and ask me that same question, or I will like use myself as an example for this. But the first thing that I want to answer or maybe address is having realistic expectations in your business. And I'm going to speak from the standpoint of me and how I manage that because it can be very easy to see other people online, see what they're doing. And in your mind, you're like, okay, I want that too. Right. And I feel like we skip a step, right? We see something and we're like, okay, that's my goal. Instead of seeing what someone else is doing and saying, you know what, good for them. This is where I actually am. So I'm going to set this goal in efforts to eventually have that other goal, right? Have the goal that they have. But then on the other side, I always think about the fact of like, do I admire this goal? And I just like, can I just celebrate this person for where they are while still maintaining my own completely separate goal? And that's the season that I'm in right now, where although I see my peers, you know, having 100K months and, you know, they are actively scaling towards a million dollars, I myself am being realistic and saying, you know what, in this season of life, that truly is not a priority for me, right? Like, while I want my businesses to be successful, I am not in a season where it is realistic or makes sense for me to set the expectation of 2024 is going to be my million dollar year. And I know that people are like, you know, there's power in words and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't be open to it, but it's not the expectation that I'm going to set for myself because it's not the stress that I want for myself. Right. And I was listening to a podcast episode where this woman was talking about, you know, how she just made a million dollars and that she is glad and happy that she is rich, but she was depressed. And she was like really trying to convince us listening that, you know, 
it's it's okay to like go for those big goals even if you're depressed if you're rich and i just don't believe that i don't believe that we should stress ourselves to hit this goal or stress ourselves to you know keep up with a certain type of content calendar or, or whatever right keep up with whatever strategy if that's not the season that we're in, right? If we're in a different season of life. And it doesn't mean that we won't eventually have that goal or do that thing. But I think that it's so important that we're just realistic about where life is right now. And it doesn't mean you can't dream big. You know, I hear people talk about like the whole big, hairy, audacious goal, whatever. It doesn't mean that we can't have those things. But I feel like, I'm not going to say I feel like, One thing Kay is not going to do is lie to herself, right? Like, I do not lie to me. You know, I might, I mean, and I don't don't lie to other people, but I especially, like, is a core value of mine not to lie to myself because when we do that, we set ourselves up to be disappointed. And this year was the second year that I have experienced not feeling disappointed by how things have gone in my business. And if you listen to my um, income, rep- well, not income report, but like my year in review, I talked about how I made 30% less this year than I did last year. And that was not planned. It was not strategic. There was no, you know, I didn't intentionally walk into the new year and say, you know, okay, this year we're going to take a cut, right? Like that's not how I walked into this year, but I am so unattached and not pressed about that simply because my expectation for this year was to continue to have a peaceful business. And my business is still profitable. Whether I, you know, took a hit in revenue or not, the business itself is still profitable. I was still paid. Team members that I worked with this year, they were paid. So, you know, that is a win for me. And I feel like where I am in this season of life and in this season of business, I'm just really honest with, you know what? My business is... um, like not a lot, but it's like deeply entwined with my personal life. And so because of that, I am making decisions based off of what is my true capacity and am I in a position to serve people the the way that I want to serve them? And if I'm not, then something has to change, right? I'm okay with letting something go in the business if it means that I have my peace of mind, but also if it means that the people that I'm called to serve are being served properly. I'm stewarding them well, while also being able to truly just enjoy and have the life that I want. And so if you follow me on my personal Instagram, you see me making like all this homemaking content and, you know, sharing like how I just real life live my best life every single day. And I truly do because I look at every single day as a gift and I look at my life in terms of if it doesn't support the values that I have in this season, then I'm not going to do it, right? Like I just have a very hard boundary for that. But kind of going back to this whole realistic expectations, it, it goes so far as to like, even when you're launching, right? I talked about in my um, in my recap how I had these failed launches and I believe that I felt like those launches were a quote unquote failure, not because I didn't, you know, learn something or whatever, but simply because I went into those launches with a set expectation that should not have been there, right? I was being unrealistic. I was looking at everybody else and I was saying, okay, this person, you know, we both came in at the same time. Our businesses, you know, like our businesses grew at the same rate, you know, so I should be able to have that same 
launch goal or that same launch number not taking into account that her actual lifestyle is completely different from mine like when i was looking at other people's businesses and it wasn't just one person it was multiple people um but when i'm looking at their businesses they you know and i'm looking at their life they don't have multiple kids right they don't have you know they they have larger teams right they have different things in place the infrastructure the infrastructure of their business is completely different from mine and so while i was setting this goal that in my head yeah it could have worked it 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 might have made sense i did not have the capacity my team didn't have the capacity therefore it didn't actually work and even beyond that when i'm really thinking about it the way that i structured the launch the way that i was planning things it just it wasn't realistic for me to expect the result that i was looking for or the the result that i set up front and i feel like a lot of times we sabotage ourselves because we don't think about the logistics of things and this is something that i'm always talking about inside of shmoney and inside moms do business different it's like we can't just set these goals out of nowhere. And once you set goals, you have to make sure your plan actually matches that, right? Now, of course, things don't always go to plan and there's you know different things that can happen that can break things down. But at least on paper, it should make sense. And when I was looking back at my paper and my plan, I'm like, girl, this made absolutely no sense. And so while on one end, it's cool to set these really big goals, on the other end, we have to make it make sense. And we can't just think that, you know, oh, I have this idea or I want to launch, or I want to do this thing, boom, it's going to be successful. Like it doesn't work that way. And so something that I have really learned this year and really embraced is how liberating it is to set realistic expectations. And it doesn't mean that we, I don't stretch myself. It doesn't mean that, you know, I don't push myself for something bigger or something more, but it does mean like, you know what, am like, is this goal worth the stress, right? Is this goal going to cause me to have to sacrifice or, you know, lose focus on what my priorities are? And if that's the case, then baby, that's not the goal for K, right? Now in a couple of years, maybe I'm in that life season where it makes sense, but I hope that frees somebody today to be like, listen, like it's not that deep. Like it's really not that deep. I'm, I'm actually making a very drastic decision for next year. And I'm not even going to talk about it because it's not anything to talk about right now, but I'm making a very drastic, drastic decision next year. I'm laughing about this because it's like really, it's, a, it's, I'm a little shocked that I'm doing this, but it's fine. Um, but I'm making this decision for next year and it's definitely not something that I'm used to doing, but I'm also thinking about, okay, let's be realistic. Like, Let's be realistic about what it is that I truly desire out of life. What do I really desire out of this business? What do I desire as a mom and a wife, right? Like, what are these things? And setting my goals and my expectations and just everything else that I actually do have some control over, setting those things to match the energy of what I'm moving into is so important. So that's like one really big reflection that I've been having lately. And just especially as we are entering into the new year, I feel like this is the time that I start thinking about these things. And this is the first time I will say that I've really sat down and thought deeply about this because I am one of those people. I'm very type A. I love planning. I love planning big. I love projections. I love the numbers. I love the data. I love all those things. And this is the first year that 
you know, like 2023, I really was like, nah, girl, you're going to chill. Like, you're not going to do the dramatic goals. You're not going to do all those things. So I actually didn't really set any goals for this year. I didn't really do much planning. And it definitely showed. It definitely showed in <laughs> my revenue. It definitely showed in like just how this year went. But also this year was insanely good. And I am going to keep the same energy with a twist for next year. So I am, I have done quite a bit of planning for next year. Um, nowhere to the degree of what I used to do, but also in line with this year because I truly enjoyed how things worked out. So that kind of leads me into my second point, which if you hear King snoring in the background, you know, you know the deal. Uh, but the second thing is what does work-life balance look like for me in this season? And this is something that comes up a lot in conversation because I'm always talking about, you know, working the bare minimum, right? Or, you know, working less than 20 hours a week. I share my timestamps and my time cards inside of my Instagram stories all the time. And I've done some posts talking about it. Even inside the year end review, I shared how many hours I work, right? So what does work-life balance look, for, look like for me in this season? And where do I want it to go going forward? So I actually would really love to work more. Uh, Something that I noticed this year is that there were a lot of weeks that I literally would work like four hours a week. And I love that for me. I really do. I love that for me so much. But I also, on the other end, I really enjoy the work that I do. And I really enjoy spending time in my work. And so something that I want to do next year. And maybe it's not even a matter of me working more, but I would love for my time that I am spent working to be kind of like my Sundays. So I talk about like how I break down my weeks or break down the days of the week. And on Sunday, that's like the day that I have that I don't have the kids so I can sit down and actually do concentrated work. I would love to have one more day a week like that. So instead of just having Sundays, I would love to have like Sundays and Thursdays or Sundays and, and, you know, Tuesdays or something like that. Uh, So I would love to have that so that on the other days of the week that I am working, it could really just be like one hour, right? Like instead of it being me working three hours every night, I can literally just work one hour a night and call it a day. So for me, that's what I would love for it to look like in this upcoming season. But I also recognize that I'm about to enter a pretty busy season with just the things that are going on with the kids, some things that are going on with Tay and Tay's business. Like there's just some things that are getting ready to happen. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, I really don't know what this next season is going to bring in terms of work-life balance, right? And I think a better way for me to phrase it is like work-life harmony because I don't really like to think about things in terms of balance because, you know, it, there really is no balance, right? Um, but I feel like we can create some kind of harmony within our lives. And so for me right now, it really does look like one, making sure that I'm doing fulfilling work, like work that I actually enjoy doing. If I don't enjoy doing it, I'm not going to do it. So like there's going to be some things like I'm kind of pausing on certain offers that I used to have um, in order to like focus on one or two offers that I have been talking about. So like money, focusing on that. And then of course, Moms Do Business Different, focusing on those things. So I'm really going to spend more time like focusing on the offers and the clients that I truly want to serve, but also creating more space for me to have flexibility so that I'm not having to worry about, you know, me having the kids or, you know, doing a bunch of calls and stuff like that. Like I'm really trying to 
figure out how to streamline those types of things and streamline my, my schedule so that I'm not overworking myself. But also when I am working, it's just going to be the most fulfilling parts of my work, which I, I mean, I'm sure you can probably tell, but like content creation is one of my, like, it's, it's one of the things that I truly enjoy about my business. Um, I really enjoy content and then I enjoy coaching. So in the new year, I would really love to focus my efforts and energy on creating a ton of really great content, really valuable resources and things like that, while also really going deeper and serving my clients and getting them a transformation faster. So I feel like this, you know, can go a bunch of different ways, but I do want to, and I'm going to rephrase what I said. It's not that I want to work more. I just want to have like another dedicated day. So we'll see how that goes. And then also I would love to, you know, really just focus in on those areas that I really enjoy. I enjoy my content and with content, it's like all the planning, all the strategy, all the numbers. Like I really enjoy that. And I I geek out, (laughs) I geek out on that part. And then I also really love you know, doing, doing client work. And with client work, um, this year, I'm really going to shift more into, uh, like, like I have been doing more into Voxer and then more into, um, any kind of group settings. Like I really enjoy those kind of things. I thrive off of that. So that's what I really want to like keep on going with for this upcoming year. Okay. So the third thing, there's one more thing after this. The third thing is how do I plan ahead for the unexpected? And this is such a nuanced, thing that I was like, I was, I was even reflecting on this without looking through like questions that I'm always asked and stuff. And I was kind of reflecting on this idea of how do you plan for the unexpected? You know, life happens. Like we're moms, right? Life literally happens. Kids go to school, they get sick. They go to daycare, they get sick. You know, we lose sleep for whatever reason. We're potty training, we're sleep training, whatever. Like there are just so many things that unexpectedly happen. And how do we navigate that you know, as we are trying to build these businesses, right? And so I was even thinking, like, how do I do this? And the truth of the matter is, is that I don't, I don't ever intentionally plan for the unexpected. Like in my brain, I don't plan for like, okay, this is what happens if these things don't work out, right? Or, or sorry, this is what happens if, you know, something unexpected happens. I don't necessarily plan that way. I more so think about my business in terms of, I just need to get ahead, right? I just need to be ahead of whatever's coming out. And so this year, girl, one of the kids' toys just went off and it is 1.47 in the morning. So I literally just freaked out, but it's fine. Um, but anyway, so I th- this year, something that I'm was really intentional about and something I'm taking into next year is being ahead of my content. Most importantly, or most especially the podcast, right? Because going back to the bare minimum strategy, and I feel like this is where the bare minimum strategy really comes into play. When the unexpected happens, I always lean lean on and default to my bare minimum strategy. But when it comes to what my bare minimum strategy actually is, that kind of content, I usually am working ahead, right? Like I'm usually working in advance. So when life happens, nine times out of 10, that stuff is already taken care of, right? Because I've, I prioritize that. And I feel like that's the most important thing. It's like, sometimes, you know, 
I feel like it's almost a oxymoron or I don't even know how to explain it, but I feel like sometimes it's like a trick question, you know, how do you plan for the unexpected? Because, you know, a lot of times it's, I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but like, how do you really do that? And so I feel like it's really just a matter of, you know what, I know what the core things are that grows my business. I know what are the things that, you know, are the, like, this is the bare minimum that I need to do. And with knowing that, that means that whenever I am, you know, thinking about things or working on my business, I prioritize those tasks. So even right now, I have a lot of things that I could be doing, but I have prioritized my podcast content. And so I am working ahead on the podcast instead of doing some of the other things that I might normally do if I was further along or further ahead on the podcast. And so with this whole idea of just planning ahead for the unexpected, the biggest thing for me is again, prioritization. I feel like I talk about, you know, priorities all the time. Like, what are your priorities? But my priorities are the things that actually make me money, the things that actually need to be done in order to, you know, actually grow the business. And so while like something on my list to do tonight is to work on my sales page, that's not a priority. So it happens after I do the podcast, the podcast stuff, right? So when it comes to doing, like when it comes to things that are unexpected that happen, I don't have to worry because I know that my bare minimum things are going to happen regardless. So that's kind of how I plan ahead. If that's really a plan, I don't know. Um, But that's how I do things. And right now I am really trying to, not systematize, but I'm really trying to streamline my processes and make it to where um, I'm always like two to four weeks ahead of whatever my bare minimum stuff is. So whatever those things are, I'm going to be ahead. That way, if something does unexpectedly happen, I don't fall off the face of the earth. But it's not foolproof, right? Because this year, I definitely, I think it was the month of like July or maybe June, I literally just didn't podcast. Like I just, I don't know if I forgot. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Life happened, right? And so, you know, it's not foolproof, which is why it's almost hard to you know, answer this question, but just being fully transparent. I feel like sometimes we just have to give ourselves grace, right? Especially as moms, like it's okay if you have to just take a break and take a step back, right? Um, I literally just had to tell my um, Moms Do Business Different community, like when I was, well, inside the people that are inside the accelerator. So it's a lifetime program, but the way we had it set up is like there were weekly calls. And so this year I had to tell them like in the month, I think it was like the month of August or maybe it was September, but I was like, Hey guys, I need to like recalibrate. Like I need to get myself together. So we're going to take the month off and it was fine. Right. So I also feel like maybe instead of always having to plan ahead, it's just about communicating and making sure that we're still offering, you know, an equal value or, you know, I'm not going to say making up for, you know, any lost time, but just like making sure that you're still providing the value or support that people need. But if something unexpected happens, it's okay to like take a step back to get yourself together, right? Make sure that you communicate that and all that kind of stuff. But that's just my thought process. And I feel like when you have dream clients like when you have people that are truly aligned you're able to do that a lot easier like I I remember there was a season where I couldn't have done that I remember a season where like I just had king and someone literally like cussed me out yelling at me fussing at me um you know about something that was going on like about their their um service with me so you know I definitely remember those days where 
I didn't have that maybe luxury or I didn't have that experience. I didn't have that client rapport, but I feel like now I'm in a different season. And so I'm able to, you know, just be like, Hey y'all, like, like this is what's going on. You know, this is my situation. I don't, you know, have a plan for this, but this is like the tentative plan for right now. So like, let's rock with it and keep it going from there. So I feel like there's two ways to kind of navigate that, but that's just how I have been navigating things that are unexpected, which I feel like there's something always unexpectedly happening, but you know, it is what it is. So last thing that I want to talk about is getting more joy out of your business. And I'm going to replace the word joy with peace. Although I know a lot of people, you know, ask me like, well, not, I'm not gonna say a lot of people. I hate when people say stuff like that, but I've had a couple of people. So it's only been like two people for sure. Ask me, you know, what brings me joy or or what makes me happy about my business. And so what I will say is that here's the truth. I don't look to my business to make me happy, right? Like I don't look at my business as something that I have to be necessarily happy with or that this business needs to be a source of joy for me. What I want from my business is for it to be peaceful and to add value to my regular life. So that is truly how I look at this business. I look at it as a bonus add-on. If at any point this business ever like was just so beyond stressful for me that it wasn't worth it, I would not do this. And I feel like that's a very healthy attitude to have towards your business because our business, like as moms, we know our business is not our baby. And so we don't have to, and, and even with your kids, like I'm not looking for my kids to be like to fulfill something within me, right? Like that's not what I had kids for or what like the the purpose of my children. Just like my business, like the business, the purpose of this business is not to necessarily bring me joy. Now, do I find joy in this work? A hundred percent, right? Do I, you know, um, find joy in my clients and, you know, do, do I enjoy the things I do? A hundred percent. But, um, sometimes people ask this question. I've seen this come up a lot on social media where it's like, you know, how do you get more joy out of your business? How do you find more uh, happiness in your business? And it's like, that's not the purpose of our businesses, right? Like our purpose of our businesses is, you know, to serve other people and to pay yourself, right? To be able to be something that allows you to take care of your family and to live the life that you want to live, right? And so in thinking about this, For me, the biggest thing with my business is that I want it to be something that's peaceful, right? If it doesn't bring me peace, if it, you know, causes me, you know, too much stress, like there's a healthy amount of stress that your business is going to, you know, bring. Business is going to be annoying. I talk about all the time how I'd be wanting to quit like every five seconds, right? That is normal. That's a part of the process. It's just like if you have a job, right? We've all been in the workforce. We've all wanted to quit quit our jobs. We all probably have quit our jobs or whatever, right? Like we've had this experience. So it's the same kind of concept, right? It's just that now you are the actual boss, right? So I'm the actual boss of this. So if I quit, that means this is all like completely over. Um, So that's not happening. But I'm just saying like, you know, when it comes to this idea of getting more joy out of your business, I feel like Something that I caution a lot of people on, and I've had to do this myself, is like, I don't need, I I need to not look at my business as a source of happiness for me, right? I don't need to look at my business as like, this needs to fulfill a void that I'm having. Because as soon as I do that, it causes me to make decisions that aren't in the best interest of my clients and of the best interest of the business, right? And 
contrary to popular belief, even though we say like all the time, and I've said this too, right? Like, you know, I'm always thinking about my business and blah, blah, blah. Like your business is still separate from you, right? Like we can't wrap our identity so deep into our business that we miss the whole point of what it is that we're doing. And so for me, and this is like my last like really birthday business reflection, I don't know. But my last thing is like, I don't look to my business to bring me joy. I look for this business to allow me to have the life that I want to have and to impact the people that I know God has called me to serve, right? And I feel like if more people have this approach to their business, and this is just me like being a you know, outside or looking in to certain people's businesses. You know, I've seen a lot of people quit their business this year. Um, it, even in the last week, I've been blown away by how many people are announcing, like, we're closing our doors, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, when I listen to their explanation or I read their explanation, I am just always like, wow, a lot of us go wrong with business because we put so much value or we put so much weight on the opinions of others or what other people are setting as their goals and their expectations and their um, you know, priorities, right? And so when we're looking at what everybody else is doing and we're trying to then do that ourselves or have that ourselves, but it's not truly what you want, it leads you to having misalignment in your business. And so... I was actually talking to my friend today about this, about, you know, we were, we were talking, we were discussing different business owners and I was letting her, I was telling her, I was like, you know, one thing that I see happen over and over and over again is that people don't know what makes them happy. Like people don't know what truly brings them joy outside of their business. And so when I think about this whole concept of like, how do I create more joy or, you know, how do I get more joy in my business? The key to that answer or the key to this question or the real question should be, how do I get more joy and happiness and peace out of life? And for me in this season, the answer is in the form of my children and my husband, right? Like, even though like their their job is not to be the source of my joy, my joy comes from serving them right now. Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't find joy in serving my clients. Like, you know, don't get that twisted. But it does mean that I am filling my cup in another way outside of the business so that I am full and ready to pour into other people with this business. And so in, in, in essence, that brings me joy, right? Me coming fully whole, fully the way I need to to be so that I can show up really well for my clients. Like that is the joy, but the joy is not in the business per se, right? Like the joy is not happening because, you know, I have X number of clients or whatever. Like that's, that's neither here nor there. I could have one client right now and I would have peace and joy with this business, right? Because my peace and joy is elsewhere. And I mean, you know, we can go there if we want and say like my peace and my joy is really found in Jesus Christ. But I mean, you know, I'm not going to do that to y'all today. But um, King, you okay, baby? Relax. Um, so the, the boys are so cute. They're right now hugging each other in their sleep, but they don't want to touch. So they're like pushing each other away. It's so cute, but so like, just move away. But anyway, 
that is it, I think, on this reflection. It's my birthday. Well, it's not my birthday technically right now, but this is my like birthday reflection. I've been reflecting on a lot of things since the end of the year, and it's like the perfect time to do it. So I hope you can hear this episode because in hindsight, I feel like I'm like whispering, but I don't mean to whisper. So yeah, and that is it for this one. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Oh, wait, if you're listening to this in real time, go tell me happy birthday on Instagram. I would love to chat with you and know that you were listening to my birthday episode. Okay, that is it for this one. I'm like stumbling over my words. I don't know why, but until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it, so go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so a young thug knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.